Um, not really because it's like all plastic now. Because it's the Apple Watch. Okay, perfect. Welcome back everybody to another episode of the Students of Life podcast, Students of Life show where we just talk about what we're learning about in our daily lives. And so Bryce, how's your week been? It's actually been two weeks. I was going to say it's been a long time. We haven't been in the basement for a minute. <laughs> I know because last week was Thanksgiving here in the U.S. Not that anybody in the world or the U.S. listens to this right now, but <sighs> but yeah, it was Thanksgiving. What'd you do for Thanksgiving, Bryce? Um, I went on vacation. Yeah, with your family? Uh, no. no. <laughs> like, um, having a normal job, they don't really give you that much time off. Or maybe this is normal time off. I don't know. But Thanksgiving, the Thursday and the Friday of that week, we got off. And so that was like the only four-day weekend I'll have in a long time. So I used it for vacation time. Heck yeah. And so, yeah. And I actually think that's like a regular... I think you get like the standard amount of time off. Because that's what my parents have said. Because I've said, I love school, but I'm excited to like only have work and not have to focus guess and like juggle like seven different things like with school and different classes and groups and whatever yeah i like yeah it's great but then you don't have it's like it's all the time you don't get to go run over to europe or for to japan for a month yeah it's it's not that good yeah and so so that's good and where'd you go uh seattle yeah. a little seattle trip that's awesome I just went down to St. George, because that's where my grandparents moved to this past year. Just hung out with cousins, aunts, and uncles of grandparents, and just did the least amount of stuff I've probably done for, like, the past six months, so... Dude, that's that's true vacation, man. That's what yeah. you're supposed to do. Yeah. And so... Gosh dang it. I the now end, the Anso saga. <laughs> the Anso has already started again. It's with us again. I probably say it. I have to say it in my regular life too, but I don't realize it until we're actually recording. Therefore, the next thing we're going to talk about, Bryce, you want to introduce our topic <laughs> that we want to talk about? Yeah. It was the uh, start with a question like the, the when you feel most alive. Oh yeah. Okay. So. Um, this is like an interesting thing. Jackson and I, we do like a lot of, we do have a lot of the same stuff, pretty similar, but we're also like pretty different. Like we have a lot of different things going on, but our YouTube feed is basically <laughs> like the exact same. I don't, do we even know this girl's name? Like, I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea what this video and, was. And we both yeah. clicked on it too. <laughs> so, um, it's like, you know how your YouTube feed just kind of like populates with like, uh, recommended videos kind of. So Jackson like brings up this thing about some random recommended video <laughs> that was recommended for him. And I was like, wow, I just watched the exact same video. <laughs> <laughs> and it was about this girl who just kind of like, um, asks random people fairly random questions. I don't know. Like at the end of the video, she asked like, what's my question for tomorrow? Did you see that? Yeah. Is that, that how she always does it? I don't know. I've only seen a few of her videos. That was the only time I saw that. Okay. But. So she, yeah, she just asked questions. And the question that she asked for this video was, when was the time you felt most alive? And so we're going to talk about that today. Yeah. I think that was a really interesting uh, question. And it was really fun to see 
like different people's responses. Some of the responses were a lot of the younger people responded like with experiences that they had. So I can't even remember specifics. So this is something, this is something that Jackson like picked up on because we both watched it, but I was just like, Oh yeah, this is interesting. But didn't think much more about it. I was more, I was like, Oh, I wonder, I like asked a couple other people the same question, but I didn't really think like that deep into it. But then when Jackson brought it up, he, he made note of the difference between the responses of the young people versus the more experienced people, <laughs> <laughs> just getting older people. And yeah, do you want to explain the, the differences that you saw? Yeah. So the younger people talk more about like physical experiences. Like I can't remember any of the specific things now, but it was just like stuff that like, you'd expect. Like, yeah, like going and like doing a big hike or yeah. traveling. Like uh, one of my friends I asked, uh, she talked about when she went to Europe over the summer and like the different experiences she had there in nature. And that's like what a lot of the younger people talked about or like these cool experiences that they had. Like, something that doesn't usually happen to them that, like, takes them out of their normal routine. But it was, like, a physical experience. Mm-hmm. And all of, all of the older people, when they felt most alive, had to do with people. Either, either had to do with getting engaged or getting married or, like, the birth of their kids or anything like that. So that was something that I realized and there's like a big contrast between those two things. Yeah. Like skydiving compared to like proposing to someone is the category of like activity is is extremely different. Yeah. But that's that's when they felt most alive. Yeah. I don't know if it's like more of like a sense of I don't think it's a sense of maturity. I think it's just like kind of like shows where you are in life. Yeah. When that happens because I know yeah I don't know how much I want to go into this my initial thought was like some experiences I had had with an ex but I was like eh, don't really want to think about that and so <laughs> so the one I thought of was definitely like a physical experience and it was it was actually Bryce was there we went to California for not last spring break but the spring break before that And we went, because I really wanted to go surfing, and we went to California, if I didn't say that, to L.A. Yeah. Hermosa Beach, we stayed in this hostel, and it was so rainy and foggy the entire time. We're like, oh, tomorrow we can go surfing. Oh, tomorrow. Yeah. It's the last day. It's still foggy. We're like, screw it. We're still going to go. We're like the only people out there. (laughs) There was like one other paddleboarder. Some random dude. He's like, what's up? Like, hey. (laughs) I actually, wasn't he from Seattle? Uh, Maybe. I think he was. I don't know why I remember that, because yeah. I can't remember important things, but I remember that. Um, so I catch my first wave in, and they were just huge, long foam boards, like not, and they weren't huge waves, so nothing crazy. But then once I paddled back out, there was like a pod of dolphins just swimming right by us. And that was like one of the most surreal, coolest experiences. Like, I yelled and swore, which I don't usually do a lot, because it was just so great. So that was like my physical experience. Like, when I felt most alive up to now. So I think that shows I still have some... I'm still, like, in the younger stage of life. Like, still focusing on that. But, so I think, because for both of us, like, initially we did think about relationships. (laughs) But 
but for reasons we don't have to go into, we kind of, like, avoided all of those emotions and just, like, <laughs> instead of, like, explaining that as, like, when we felt alive, we just kind of, like, defaulted to, like, for Jackson, it was this really surreal moment surfing with dolphins, and then I said just, like, a moment just going really fast on a motorcycle was, like, and it wasn't even anything specific, honestly. Like, I can't even mm-hmm. remember a specific time, like, going 130, but I just know, like, whenever driving the motorcycle and, like, going way faster than I should, but just accelerating even more is, like, one of the best feelings ever. And so, gosh, dang Therefore. Therefore. (laughs) Therefore. Next on the docket. I know. I'll figure something out. That will be what we talk about next week. Okay. Um, But then the next thing that we kind of talked about and noticed was that whether it be something that relates to other people or a physical experience, when people feel the most live, it's usually, it's usually different circumstances that take them like out of their normal routine and it makes them focus in and to live in the present. You're not thinking about anything else. You're solely focused in on what's happening to you right then and there. Yeah. And I think that's interesting. Like, why do you think that happens? Like, why do you think that makes what like feel alive like so so it's just like so this is like the big this was the mind-blowing thing for me as like jackson explained and you explained in like a really good way too because you used you're like what was your example this is my example this was other people's example and then you're like i made this observation that there's like a common theme and the common theme is that when people are feeling most alive is when they are very like focused in the moment they're not thinking about the past they're not thinking about the future their jackson was totally focused on surfing with dolphins like when i'm driving a motorcycle down the freeway going fast like you're not thinking of like homework school anything except the ground and everything that you're doing and so jackson just like identified this common theme of when people are feeling most alive is when you can like really focus in the moment and be in the moment yeah and i don't i don't think people were consciously trying to give those answers but as you look through all the answers that people were giving that's that's something that stood out a lot right yeah i'm pretty sure i should actually go back and watch it again like with that in mind Mm -hmm. because i'm pretty sure if not everybody the majority of people yeah it was something like that yeah and so then comes like the part of the conversation I was like, I don't know why that necessarily is. It's just, maybe it just heightens your senses? I don't know. Because yeah. it probably doesn't heighten your senses. Oh, I, don't, I don't, maybe you don't even have to like know why, but figuring out, exist. figuring out that, I guess just like the importance of living in the moment, because that's something that everyone values. Those experiences, at least, are something that everyone values, right? Yeah. And they put quite a bit of value on it like the people that were explaining when their kids were born or like when they got married those are like some of the most important experiences to them and those experiences are moments where they were able to just be 100% present in the moment yeah I was thinking it's like is that important is it important to be able to feel alive and I think I think it's something very good because thinking back on what everybody I've talked to has said and in the video is that 
it's all positive experiences. It's nothing was a sad experience, whether we just filter that out because we don't want to. Which is probably true. Yeah. But like when you feel most alive, it's all like fun, happy memories, like fun experiences. Mm-hmm. So what, so I don't think it's necessarily necessary. That was a bad sentence. <laughs> necessarily important or like vital to be looking for these experiences that make you feel alive. I think it's definitely something good, like an addition to your life. Yeah. To like create those good memories, to have these reasons why you're living. Because almost a lot of the things of what people talked about is almost why people, what they live for, whether it be relationships or a lot of young people who don't really, especially our generation where they don't care about as much of getting married or like having kids when they're younger. Like, what they live for are these moments to be able to, like, learn and to, like, cherish for their entire lives. Yeah. So I do think it is, I wouldn't say it's necessary, but I do think it's important to find these moments that make us feel alive and to make us live in the present. Yeah. And being able to understand what makes a moment like that, I think, can help us find those more in the future. Yeah, and I think, I think it's a motivation that we don't necessarily acknowledge. Like, I think a lot of us have a motivation to travel or a motivation to do like adventurous things, you know, like we all have motivations to do that. But if you ask me like why I want to do it, I'd probably just give you kind of like a superficial answer. But I think making the connection between feeling alive and like living in the moment, I think that's actually what motivates us to do a lot of the things that we want to do at this stage in life. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. No, it totally does. I think they're probably like what motivates us because it's usually fun, happy experiences because you're like, why do you want to go ride your motorcycle really fast? Well, because it's fun. Yeah, exactly. And so... And same thing with relationships. Like, why do you... Why do you like care about making this progress in relationships or make taking like the next step for the people that are like getting proposed and stuff like that. And yeah. same reason. Yeah. And even like friends and like family relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, what was I going to say? I had something super profound and it just left me <laughs> here. Keep talking and I'm going to keep thinking. <laughs> okay. So I think, I think like the most for, for me, at least the most important, like, takeaway is like learning the motivation for things that I want to do because a lot of the time like we have all these desires and like things that we want to do but if people ask it's kind of like hard to give an answer at least for me it is I'm just like why do I have to explain it this is just something that like I'm like in like driven to do but realizing that the reason that you're wanting to do that is because it helps you live in the moment because people always give that advice they're like the stage of life that you're at is like the happiest stage of life like you're always going to look back like for example like high school people look back at maybe not everyone but you look back at like (laughs) (laughs) but you look back at like the simplicity of high school or the like lack of responsibility that gave you a lot of freedom and you're like wow i had no appreciation for that but and so you need to like be able to live in the moment because every stage of life is kind of like that yeah I think, yeah, actually on another podcast called Couples Therapy with Casey and Candace, they kind of talked about this on their last episode, how 
so it's a husband and a wife, and they, they're just, like, funny, and they ramble on. And the husband always lives in the future, because he always has this idealistic, idealistic version of the future. And whereas the wife, Candace, she's scared of the future because there's so many unknowns, and she's very good at living in the moment. And she's very happy with where she is and what's happening. True, yeah. And so there's obviously a balance. You can't ignore the future and ignore the past, but... I think because Casey, the husband, he said because he's always looking into the future, like he always has like, he called it like this crippling nostalgia. Like when he sees something from the past, like, oh, I'm like, miss that time. That makes me like, like it reminds me of very good times, which I guess mm-hmm. isn't like a bad thing. But he said like it like really affects him a lot. Whereas Candace, the wife, was just it didn't affect her as much because she's like, well, I'm happy with where I am and like mm-hmm. living here and now. So I think that's something really important, if, especially for our generation too, that has access to so many different things. Okay. So, so you said Casey lives in the future. Candace is good at living in the present. Mm-hmm. Have you thought about like where, where you kind of like spend your time? Um, yeah, I think I'm more, I think I live in the future. Okay. That's, I, was, I was like, Jackson probably lives in the future, but then you also explain that you have, like, the crippling nostalgia, too, right? Yeah, like, when I see... Yeah, because we were talking about this, what, a couple nights ago? Yeah. And that happens to me a lot, too, especially, like, elementary school time period. Uh-huh. The seeing stuff from that time period really gets me. Because junior high and high school, don't ever want to go back. Not the greatest time of my life. <laughs> okay. And so, but stuff like that... Like, definitely gets me. But, so it it kind of, like, gets you, but you're still, you still think that you're someone who lives in the future. Yeah, because Casey, the husband, is the same way. Like, he lives in the future, but he has, like, this crippling, crippling nostalgia. And I think it's because you, you don't, maybe, I've never, this is the first time I'm saying this or thinking about this, but maybe because you, like, you don't live in the present as much, mm-hmm. that once you look back and you realize how good it was... That's where, like, oh, I missed that time. So do you think that those go together? Living in the future and having the crippling nostalgia? Probably. There's probably a correlation. Huh, okay. And what about you? Do you think you live in the past, present, or future? Um, that's a hard question. Any other questions to help, like... Sometimes, like, I need multiple questions to, hmm. to, make, to make things work in my head. When you're just sitting around if you don't have like any responsibilities and you're just like kind of like thinking and like thinking about your own life are you thinking about like what you were going to do today what you're going to do in the next few months what you've done like what you're going to do in the next couple years um almost almost never what i've done yeah me too. i don't i don't think yeah i don't think most people do yeah, like, I, yeah, I don't really think that I think about what I've done. I'll, like, scroll through, like, pictures and stuff, yeah. but generally, I think in that situation of, like, just having time to myself to do something, I, I think I would think in the future of, like, things that I want to do, how I'm going to fill my time in the next, like, little bit. Yeah. And and even if I'm not thinking of that, then I think I would just like do something that distracts me 
like watching TV or like doing something on my phone. Yeah. But I I don't even know like what it would look like just like living in the moment. Living in the moment. I think but I guess that's kind of what we talked about earlier. Doing the things that make you feel alive are when you're living in the moment. Hmm. Yeah. And I think how far do you think in the future? Cuz like I think like the next week or so ish is still kind of like living in the present. But like when I sit down and I think about the future, I think about like post graduation, which yeah. is like still like a year and a half away from me. Um, never any more than like six months, honestly. Okay, so like, see, I'm a lot more in the future than you are. Yeah, I yeah, and I can't really think of any plans that I've like considered within like a year. It's always like, what am I doing in the next six months? Yeah. So you're probably like straddling like present and future. Okay. I would guess. But yeah, maybe because there was something I heard where, okay, so this is kind of like meditation. Meditation is becoming a bigger thing, right? And being able to because, yeah, I was like, if you're just sitting down thinking. You're never just, like, thinking about right now unless you're, like, meditating. Unless you tr- purposely try to clear, not clear your mind, but just be present. I think you, ha- I think it's like you have to be, like, very conscious about it. In uh, order to live in the moment. Yeah. If you're not. So I think that's why, like, physical activity and, like, events make you live in the moment because there's something... That's what you're thinking about. You're thinking about what's happening now. But if you're not doing anything, you have to meditate. You have to choose to live in the moment. Okay. So I think we've, like, just covered two things. The first thing is, like, being alive means, like, living in the moment. When people feel most alive is when they're living in the moment. And then that usually includes relationships and those kind of, like, big life events as well as, like, more intense adrenaline filled activities yeah like almost like outliers in some way yeah whether it be physical or yeah mental or emotional yeah and then when you're just living your day-to-day life not doing anything nothing crazy like no outliers Mm -hmm. in order to live in the moment you have to be very conscious about it which resembles very closely like the concept of like meditation yeah okay And when you're not doing, when you're not being conscious about living in the moment, you can either be someone who reflects on the past a lot or someone who is kind of like occupied with the future. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Again, we're not experts on this, but that that makes sense. Like with my experience. Yeah, same. That makes sense. And I think seeing like trends out in the world, I think that makes sense as well. So I, I think a way that we can improve our life from like this realization is like number one we can try to fill our lives with more activities that make us feel alive for example like this morning we went and played racquetball heck yeah we did and like we were screaming (laughs) and like jumping and like just if you've ever played racquetball like it's a really intense sport you're you're using all your power to just like smash this teeny little ball and both of us afterwards were like wow we felt, like, super alive for those, like, 35 minutes that we were playing racquetball. Yeah, because the old people kicked, off, kicked yeah. us off the court. Side note, why do old people always play racquetball? I know, literally, everybody <laughs> who's playing racquetball is, like, 
twice our age. And okay, I'm not gonna say anymore. But yeah. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Yes. <laughs> and it's annoying, but whatever. But that was like, so filling your life with activities that make you feel alive, good thing. Those activities usually resemble, like, or are related to relationships or kind of like high intensity activities. Yeah. And high intensity either, I think it can be physical, like mental or emotional. And so, so anything that just out of the norm, uh-huh. I think makes you live in the moment. Yeah. Cause you're like, Oh, what is this new experience? Uh-huh. And like, so you focus on that and you're just focusing on what's on hap- what's on what is happening. Yeah. So that's, that's just like a good realization for me. Again, I'm probably like repeating this a lot, but realizing my motivation because I always knew I loved racquetball. Yeah. And I'm like, I, oh, that's so much fun. But I, I didn't really know why. Like, yeah, I just you just say, get to run around. Yeah, and... it's fun. Yeah. Like, that's the only explanation I could give. But maybe, like, realizing on a little bit of a deeper level that the reason I enjoy racquetball so much is because it helps me. I, there's no, you cannot, even if you try, there's no way you can think of, like, the past when you're playing racquetball. You can't think of, like, yeah. stuff you're stressed about that happened or regrets or anything like that. And there's, you can't, there's no way you can really think about the thing you have to do in 20 minutes. It demands all of your attention. Mm-hmm. And so just like realizing those are good activities to fill your life with for that reason. Yeah. Not just cause it's fun, not just cause it's exercise, not just cause you can like hit the ball really hard, but because it helps you to feel alive. Yeah. Next question. Do you think you can have fun not living in the moment? Um, I think, I think yes, because it's important to plan and it's important to like have things to look forward to. Yeah. Because if you are the person that's always living in the moment, like maybe that's great, but it's good. You're going to crash at some point. Yeah. Don't you think? I, yeah, I'd say that's important, but is that fun? to like plan you mean or live in the future yeah is it fun if you're living in the future oh can you have fun dude i feel like it's really crippling sometimes yeah no it definitely is and it sets up expectations expectations are a whole other thing we could talk about but so is it is it fun well it's i'd say it is very important yeah and without thinking about it too much i would say yeah it's fun to like kind of daydream you know wouldn't you think? Yeah, okay, so it's fun in a different sense, but... Oh, yeah, no, I get... Okay, yeah, just talking about, like, those internships that I applied for. Yeah. Like, living in the future, like, even though I'm not, like, necessarily having fun now, like, it's fun to imagine what Is that, is that good, though? Is that, like, a healthy thing to do? I think in moderation. Because I think you still need... It almost motivates you. True. Like, you need... Because if you never think about the future, you're n- never really going to move anywhere. And again, like, there's, like, the whole comparison. If you have a goal, you at least move towards that goal instead of, like, just wandering around. Even if you change that goal, you've made progress in one direction. Yeah. So always life is just balance, but... So I guess it's a balance of having things to look forward to, number one. And then filling your life with activities that make you feel alive. Living in the moment. Yeah. Taking the time to be present. Yeah. And realizing that. I think our generation should 
probably needs to live in the moment more. We probably live too much in the future. But also, that's kind of like the stage of life. Like, college, like, college has a definite end. Like, you're, you're, like, I'm in college now to prepare for the future. Yeah. Like, it's not my end goal. So that could be why it's skewing, why I'm always thinking about the future. Hmm. Also, another, unless you have something else, it's still about what we're talking about, but it's kind of like a different vein. Yeah. So, I wonder what, like, happens neurologically, like, in our body, like, when we're in the moment, like, whether when we're riding a motorcycle or like surfing with dolphins like because again i'm not an expert in this by any means but you know like you they always talk about like that dopamine release that we get by like getting likes on social media or like uh-huh. like a quick release of like snacks or like pizza or i wonder if it's dopamine still or if it's if it's another chemical because if it is dopamine that's probably Obviously, that's why those things like social media, like sweets, that's why it's so addictive, because it's making us live in the moment a little Mm, bit. Okay. But I wonder if there's other stuff that happens that's different than just, like, getting a like or, like, watching a TV show. Mm -hmm. Because obviously, they're two very different experiences, and you could argue that the real-life experience is more important and, like, it's healthier. But I wonder what... And I guess we can't really talk about it. It's just, like, a thought I had. I uh-huh. wonder if you could, like, analyze what happens in your body when you feel like you're alive. And then knowing that, kind of, like, knowing, like, the motivation behind it. Mm-hmm. Knowing that could help you figure that out and do that more in your life, too. Okay, another question. Okay. What do you think is the relationship between feeling alive and feeling happy? different the same connected not connected i definitely think it is connected how i'm not 100 percent sure yet okay so let me share some thoughts so when you're explaining about like social media i don't know if we talked about this on here but it's we talked about like the human need for connection yeah and kind of like the importance of connection Mm -hmm. and i think that's something that you need to kind of like feel happy that's it's more related to like happiness, not necessarily like feeling alive. But then I was like, wait a minute, maybe, maybe they're more related than I thought. Because a lot of what, people's... Relationships and happiness or? Um, it's the relationship between feeling happy and also feeling alive. Feeling because, alive. Okay. because the time when a lot of people felt most alive related to making some kind of connection with other people, Right. And that's, that's the example of, like, the older people, the mm-hmm. things that they were sharing. It was always, like, related to a connection with people. And so if we were explaining having a connection with people it helps you to feel more happy because it fulfills that human need. But then also having a connection with people also helps you to feel alive. Then I feel like there's a strong association there. Yeah. But then there's also the, the experiences of like surfing with dolphins. Like you're not connecting with anybody when you're doing that. Yeah, you could argue you're connecting with yourself. Okay. Could you make that argument? So, yeah, I think you could. And same thing with like when you're flying down the freeway on a motorcycle, you are very 
connected with yourself. You're extremely aware of what your toes are doing, like... Because it's just living in the moment. Completely. And so, what... I'm just wondering, what is the relationship now between connection, which is strongly correlated with happiness, Mm -hmm. at least I think. Yeah. And also... And also living in the moment, feeling alive. Because they're very different, but then that line also... They cause similar correlations in happiness. Like they cause... They have similar outcomes, you mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I, th- I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Yeah, no, that's super interesting. Like, again, we haven't talked about this before, so I'm still just trying to process. This is, yeah, this is, so we used to do the podcast in the morning, and those ones were always, like, there's definitely, like, a warm-up period. Yeah. Where we're just, like, trying to wake (laughs) up still. We do it at the, we did it at the exact same time. But today, after, because we woke up early, went and played racquetball, and then didn't have any plan and just kind of, like, jumped in. So, we're not... This is a very exploratory conversation. Yeah. Because we've talked about some of the other aspects before a little bit. Yeah. But this is totally... So you're saying... So there's a connection between living in the moment and feeling alive and relationships. Yes. Living in the moment, feeling alive, and relationships. Yeah. So relationships... Relationships allow people to live in the moment more i don't know if i'd say that but well if you if you're making the argument that you can like be connected like make like you don't really have a do you have a relationship with yourself i don't know (laughs) i want to say yes i think if you're making that argument if you can like increase your relationship with yourself like more like self-realization or just like because like a relationship when you when a relationship grows, it's because you're learning something new about that person, right? Or you're experiencing something new. Um, I think it's learning. Whether it's even, like, something small, you're just getting to know that person a little bit more. And that's how you... That's how relationships grow. Are, yeah, okay, yeah. I agree. And so, if you're using that logic, then you can say whenever you're learning something more about yourself... And you're also increasing increasing the relationship that you have with yourself. Okay, yeah, true. And so, therefore, if the only way to increase relationships is to, to get to know somebody better is by living in the moment and having experiences. Whether it's surfing with dolphins by yourself and, like, getting to know yourself more with that that sounds kind of hippy dippy but no i so yeah so say it again though so you can only you can only increase relationships or grow relationship in the moment like living in the moment so whether it be like with yourself like surfing with dolphins or if it's with somebody else and like having people talk about like having children like living in the moment and that's growing a relationship or living in the moment when you're getting married or living in the moment and having like a really fun, fun snowball fight or living in the moment, and like playing a good game of racquetball together. Mm-hmm. 
like living in the moment is the only way to increase relationships. And and the reason grow. you want to increase relationships is because connections and like feeling human connection helps you to feel more happy. It fulfills that human need. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think that connects all of them. Right? Yeah. Dude. <laughs> all right. Two minutes to spare. <laughs> Look at us. Huh. Why does that matter? So that's just good to know because then you can like focus on that. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to explain this to anybody else. <laughs> okay, dude. They can just listen to the just... podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no. We still haven't told people about this yet. We're keeping it very secret. This is still just... Even though we're publishing it on the internet right now, it's still like... Us just exploring. Yeah, friends that are looking for it, we're like, nope. Like, nope. I'm not telling you. You can't find it. Well... Thank you, everybody, for joining us again yeah. on the Students of Life show. Hopefully that was, like, a useful one. Hopefully that... It made, was useful for me. Yeah, same. Hopefully that made other people think a little bit, too. Yeah, all... All you guys that are listening to it. Yeah. If it did, tell us. Yeah, I think it shows that there are three people who have listened from other services, but that's all it says. Come on, three people. If you made it to the end, don't be a stranger. Yeah, email us at studentsoflifeshow at gmail.com. Again, that's studentsoflifeshow at gmail.com. Dang it, I was going to say that at the beginning. I thought this week. I was like, we should say that at the beginning because heaven forbid anybody listen to us ramble for the entire time. <laughs> I don't think anybody has ever gotten here. <laughs> to the end. Yeah. So we need to say what we do, like our little whatever yes, intro, sure. and okay. let's say email us at studentsoflifeshow at gmail.com. Cool. Well, sweet. Thanks for tuning in, nobody, and we'll we talk to you next week. Gosh dang it, my phone was locked. Okay, talk to you next week.